Hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about building your new normal. So over the last 15, 18, I don't know how long it has been, we've been in the middle of this pandemic. And as we're getting out of this period of time that has been marked by the pandemic and that most of our time we've been in lockdown, we're starting to get back to quote unquote normal. Probably over the last 15 months, you have been dreaming about this moment. You have been planning about all the things that you were going to do once you were able to get out and travel again and get with people and all those things. But as we get back to this quote unquote normal, do you feel like it doesn't feel normal? I'm going to talk today about how you can build your own normal. You know, we leave our lives dictated by what society says of or the plans and goals that other people have for us. But from all the things that the pandemic has brought out, I know that it has brought a lot of challenges. And for some people, it has been really, really hard. But I think the pandemic also has brought us a precious gift. Many gifts, but I would say one precious gift is the opportunity to shape our own normal. We are faced with a blank slate where we can determine what normal means for us. And that's what I'm going to be talking about on today's podcast episode. So let's dig in. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Over the last 15, 18 months, I don't know how long it has been, we've been living in the middle of a pandemic. And now things are getting back to quote-unquote normal, but you know, as human beings, we expect, we think that when we go back to this quote unquote normal, we're just going to adapt, right, to back to it. We adapt to living in lockdown, living in pandemic mode. And as we get out of pandemic, we're just going to adapt to life. And many of us might think that we're just going back to where it was before March of 2020. And I think that one big mistake that we, are, we all can potentially make is miss this opportunity. What do I mean by that? I believe that the pandemic has brought us a lot of challenges, a lot of tough moments. People have lost loved ones and some people lost their jobs and we've been forced to stay away from our friends and, and 
social distance and all those things, right? I don't want to talk about the negatives of the pandemic. I want to focus on the positives of the pandemic. And for me personally, over the last few months with the pandemic, it has been a great opportunity for self-reflection, also to check in with myself and my priorities and really identify what is most important. And now as we go back to this quote-unquote normal, we would miss an opportunity if we don't leverage all what we've learned over the pandemic. We would miss a very important step of preparing for getting back to normal. And not only getting back to normal, but defining what normal means for us. We live our lives based on society's expectations, our family's expectation, the community that we're part expectations. And a lot of times we forget about what matters most for us and what we want our normal to be, right? We talked about in many episodes before the power of visualization. And I have encouraged you to visualize your life five years from now, 10 years from now. Now is a great opportunity to start with a semi-blank slate and create that life, create that normal. Think about how you want your days to be. What are the things that you want in your days and the things that you don't want in your days? And not just going out of pilot thinking, I'm just going to adapt to whatever comes my way, but rather prepare and be intentional about building our new normal. So I'm going to share with you some prompts and some questions for self-reflection that can help you define what this new normal is for you. What do you want the normal to be, right? So First of all, if you go to the notes of this podcast episode, there is a link to a Building Your New Normal guide. And this is a guide that will have a lot of the questions that I'm going to be sharing with you today and some additional ones that you can take and journal about and self-reflect about to help you define, design, and build your new normal. But I want to start with this question. You know, over the last months that we've been in the pandemic, there are things that you have missed, right? Things that you're like, oh, I miss this so much. You know, there is a saying that says you really don't value things until you don't have them, right? So my first question to you is, what did you miss most during the pandemic, during the lockdown? What are the things that you had before the pandemic that during the pandemic time, you really missed. You really were bumped that they were not there anymore. And maybe you started to value them even more than you did before because now you didn't have those things or those relationships or whatever that thing, quote unquote, is. The other question that you need to ask yourself is, how did you adapt your routines because of the pandemic? We all had to adjust, right? We did not have the luxury of prepare ourselves to go into lockdown, to go into the pandemic. It just happened. I remember I was in the office and one day they sent us home 
back in March 12 of 2020. And we all thought, okay, we're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. I even left things in my office that otherwise I would have taken with me, right? I wasn't planning. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't expecting what was about to come. And my point is we did not have the luxury of preparing and planning for life in lockdown in the pandemic. But now we do have the opportunity to plan and prepare for life post-pandemic. So the purpose of my question is you adapted some routines because of the pandemic. I want you to reflect on how did you adapted your routines. I'll give you an example. One of my routines is um, my morning routine, right? I've talked about my morning routine many times. If you want to learn more about it, episode four of this podcast, I go down and, and talk about the seven elements that I have built into my morning routine. But I was waking up at 4.45 before the pandemic, and now I'm waking up at 5.15. So I added more time of sleep. I'm going to bed at the same time, so I'm getting almost an extra hour of sleep. And I changed the order of the elements in my morning routine to adapt it to what was my new normal within the pandemic. Another example is when I was before the pandemic, when I was at work and going to the office every day at 5 p.m., between 5 and 5.15, I had to rush out of the office to go pick up my kids. By the way, they were typically some of the last kids to be picked up. I don't know if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. But it was a very stressful time, you know, trying to get out of the office, especially if I was in the middle of a conversation with someone and go pick up my kids. And then I went into the pandemic and I'm home 24 hours a day. And it was 5, 5.15, 6, 6 7, 8 p.m. And I'm still working. And I couldn't differentiate work and my personal life. And I had to implement boundaries within my daily routines, within the pandemic, to ensure that I had centeredness in, in my life, right? And I was able to stop working and start, you know, Time, family time and personal time in the evening. So how did you adapt your routines because of the pandemic? The other question you need to ask yourself is, how did your relationships change or adapted over the pandemic? We were forced to social distance. If you, like me, have family that is in a different country, you probably haven't seen your family in two years. And um, you haven't seen your friends over for months. So how did your relationships change? Some relationships might have been strengthened throughout the pandemic, and maybe you lost contact with other people that you were on regular contact before the pandemic. So try to think about, especially the most important relationships in your life, how did they change or adapted? And not always I feel it was for the worst. Sometimes I'll give you an example. My family lives in Spain and every Sunday we talk and we typically use WhatsApp and we, we would talk. And it wasn't until we were in the middle of the pandemic that we started enabling our video. And now we do video calls versus just audio calls. You know, we had been apart 
all this time and we didn't even thought about enabling our cameras and now we do that every time that we talk. So, and that is a very tactical thing, but when I talk about how your relationships have changed, have you got closer with someone or have you put distance in between you and another person? Um, how have your relationships been strengthened or weakened over the pandemic? The other thing is, I think we always need to centered in gratitude. You have me talked about, you have heard me talk about the power of gratitude and how much I believe in the power of gratitude. And I think it's important that as we get out of the pandemic, we honor this time and we spend some time just identifying, thinking about, reflecting, writing down, what are you most grateful about the pandemic? As I said at the beginning, the pandemic brought a lot of challenges and a lot of um, low moments, but also there are many things that I'm sure you're grateful for about the pandemic. What are those things? And finally, I want you to think about how do you feel right now? I want you to, in a piece of paper, like write down all the emotions that you are experiencing as you're moving back to quote unquote normal. A lot of times we don't take the time to pause and really connect with our feelings and our emotions. We just go with the waves, right? And, and I think it's important to really recognize right now, as we're getting back to, again, quote unquote, normal, how is that you are feeling? What are all those feelings? And maybe some of these feelings are conflicting, right? Maybe you're feeling excited and relief and happy and hopeful, but maybe you're fearful and stressed and you're anxious and nervous, and maybe you're all of them. So if you are excited and happy and hopeful and you have all these positive feelings about going back to normal, I want you to make sure that you stay that way, that you create the memories and the experiences and that you're very intentional going forward into life after the pandemic to really feel that way to feel excited and happy and hopeful. You know, over the last few months, probably you've been thinking about your next vacation and where you're going to travel and who are you going to meet with and who you're going to hug. Make those things happen. You know, be intentional about it. If over the pandemic, you're like, I can't wait for the pandemic to be over so I can travel more. Well, start booking your next trip. I can't wait until the pandemic is over to have a girl's night out. Well, schedule that. Reach out to your friends and schedule that. Be intentional. Don't go back to wasting time, right? On the other hand, if you're feeling fearful and stressed and anxious, I want you to accept and acknowledge that that is normal. You need to prepare yourself to reacclimate back to this new norm. How? Well, you know, if we were in a control environment, typically you would do this on a lap, right? If you have, um, if if we were 
testing, right? We would do this in a, in, in a lab environment. And you can replicate that in your life by controlling your environment and giving you degrees of connection, like going step by step. Don't try to or don't expect that tomorrow because you can, you're just going to go back to what it was before the pandemic. Maybe you need to ease into normal. I'll tell you now that masks are not mandatory for those that are vaccinated. Like my husband, my son, and I were all vaccinated, but my daughter is not because she's she's only five. And as a family, we made the decision that we're going to continue to use our mask when we are in public places, especially if those places are indoors, even though we don't need to anymore. But that is our way to ease into back into normal and until the point that we're going to feel comfortable just removing our mask. But right now we don't. So we continue to use it. So let's recap so far where we are. I think that as we look into transitioning to life after the pandemic, we need to prepare for it. We need to be intentional. We need to define what is our control environment and let ourselves experiment. If you're afraid to go to a public event, you don't have to go to a public event tomorrow. Maybe you meet with one person for coffee and then next week you meet with a couple of friends for lunch and you build up until you feel comfortable being in, in, you know, with many people at the same time in the same place. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, I think also one thing that is really important is that we create our own boundaries. For example, for me, a boundary is I'm still using my mask and practicing social distance when I'm in public places. That is a boundary that I'm setting for myself. So what are the boundaries that you're setting for yourself? Maybe it has nothing to do with the mask or social distancing, but maybe it is about, you know how I mentioned to you, I had to set boundaries during the pandemic. And at 5.30, literally, I have an alarm going off, so I shut down my computer. And that is my norm every day throughout the pandemic. Now, there's exceptions to that. There are always going to be exceptions to every rule or every normal. If I have a meeting that it's scheduled at that time, I'm not going to decline it just because it's interfering with that. But I'm just not continuing to work until bedtime just because. So maybe that is a boundary that I want to take with me to the new normal and say at 5.30, unless there is an exception, I'm going to stop working and start connecting with my family. So think about what are the boundaries that you want to install in your life. And the same way that you install boundaries, and it's very important that you share those boundaries with those that you interact that are most close with you, because if they don't know what your boundaries are, they're not going to respect your boundaries. So I, I think I did an episode on setting boundaries. And I can't remember what episode it was, but I went deep, I go deeper into how to set boundaries and why boundaries set us free. And I think if we want to be free in life after the pandemic, we need to set our boundaries. 
that is going to be the limits and the guard and the filter for our new norm. And the same way that you set boundaries and communicate to others so they can respect your boundaries is important that you also have compassion and respect for other people's point of view and boundaries. As we go back to life post-pandemic, we are all going to have different views about what that means and how that looks like. For example, when I go to the grocery store, most people are not wearing a mask anymore. My boundary is that I'm going to wear a mask. I'm not going to go and judge people that are not wearing a mask. I need to respect their boundary just like I would want them to expect to respect mine. Now, the other thing that is really important as we build our new normal after the pandemic is to reconnect with our priorities. What are your priorities for life after the pandemic? Think about what are your priorities and what are also your preferences. And I think it's important that we do both, right? One thing is our priorities, but we might also have personal preferences. And it's important that we identify those because, you know, during the pandemic, I mentioned it before, it helped us to discover or reconnect or reevaluate our priorities. We were able to see the worth and meaning of things that we didn't before. Our relationships, our family, you name it. And it's important that we take the time to reevaluate once again what are those priorities. Are those priorities changing because we're exiting the pandemic mode? And what are those priorities for you in your life now that we are leaving the pandemic behind? Hopefully, we're leaving the pandemic behind. And as you set your priorities, as you reevaluate your priorities, there is one thing that should be on your list of priorities, and that is you. You need to prioritize you. And what I mean by that is you need to make yourself a priority. And for me, that looks like sleeping well, eating healthy, moving my body, prioritizing my mental health. Those should always be part of my priorities because I can be the best mom or the best leader or the best friend or the best daughter or the best you fill the blank if I'm not the best me. And in order to be the best me, I need to prioritize me and take care of myself. Just because we're exiting the pandemic doesn't mean that we don't, we forget about our mental health and we forget about all these things that we've been more intentional about over the pandemic. That is one thing personally that I want to carry over post-pandemic. You know, before the pandemic, the excuse was always, I don't have the time. I'm always running to drop the kids at school and go to work and pick them up and do errands and 
all the things. And now, during the pandemic, I'm still working from home. I've been able to slow down a little bit. And that commute time, I've been able to invest in myself. And that's something that I want to carry over for life after the pandemic. So how are you going to prioritize you after the pandemic? Of course, be realistic, right? You know what your commitments are going to be. You, you know, things are going to be changing back. But in the middle of everything, because life can start to get, again, more stressful and chaotic, make sure that you prioritize yourself. And acknowledge that everyone is also going to have different priorities and different preferences. So it is important that we don't judge other people, but also we don't put other people's priorities on a pedestal. Meaning just because the person that you follow in social media is doing X doesn't mean that you have to do X. Just because your best friend is doing Y doesn't mean you need to prioritize Y. You need to focus on your priorities and your preferences. And those are yours, no one else's. We are all different and we're all in different stages of our life and we can't just copy paste other people's priorities and preferences. Remember when I said we live a life based on society's expectations and other people's expectations of ourselves. Now is the opportunity to reconnect and reevaluate with your priorities and your preferences and really let those dictate your life, your new norm. What others people prioritize has nothing to do with you. You know, when we start to compare ourselves with others, that robs us from clarity. If you see someone, as I said, maybe it's your best friend chasing a goal, doesn't mean that you're missing out on that thing. Not two people are the same, and therefore no two paths are the same. You need to have a little bit more faith in yourself and your own decisions and your own path and follow that path to your priorities. Now, switching a little bit gears here, right? We talked about priorities. Now, I want to talk about expectations. You know, we always have some kind of expectations. And life after the pandemic, for sure, is not an exception. We all have expectations on what life is going to look like post-pandemic. But expectations... Expectations are, how can I define expectations? I think that expectations, I would say, are empty thoughts, really. Expectations are not taking you anywhere. They're not doing you any good. Your job is to turn those expectations into goals, into personal growth, and into gratitude. You know, we as human beings, we're constantly obsessed with what comes next. Everyone is preoccupied with what may or may not happen. And that fixation that we have with the future prevents us from appreciating the present, right? And the present as 
you might have heard this saying, is a gift. As I said, expectations are just empty thoughts. They revolve around what you want, but they're not grounded in anything of substance. Having expectations most of the times leads to disappointment and even pain. I'll give you an example. This year, I have a milestone birthday coming up. And I might have expectations about what I want my husband to do for my birthday or my friends to do for my birthday. I'm just going to make this up. But let's say that I have the expectation that they throw out a surprise party for my birthday. If I don't do anything with those expectations, but just leave them at what they are, expectations, my birthday is going to come. And most likely, I'm not going to get the surprise party that I'm envisioning in my head or the gift that I'm envisioning on my head, right? I'm just making this up. Expectations are empty thoughts that lead to disappointment. We need to translate those expectations into goals because goals and gratitude and growth really can help us create the life that we want. Expectations don't create anything but disappointment. Stop wishing for what you want your life to be and start creating the life that you want. That is the key message. And I think that that's why we are right now in the perfect time for the perfect opportunity to create our own new normal. So what is next? How do we go about building our new normal? I'm gonna give you a six step process to create your new normal. Step number one, spend time reflecting and envisioning your new norm. Use the guide that I have on the notes on this podcast episode. There is a link to the guide. It will guide you through a list of questions and it ends up with an exercise where you envision that new norm. Step number two, define clarity around truly what you want personally, professionally, in your relationships, in every area of your life. Number three, you want to convert those expectations into goals, gratitude, and a growth plan. Number four, make sure that you prioritize you. Make a plan on how you're going to prioritize you. Step number five, set boundaries. Not only set boundaries, but communicate your boundaries to others. And finally, step number six, Take the time to conduct a life audit that helps you to identify what you can cut out, any unnecessary aspects that you can cut out of your life that might be distracting you or have the potential to distract you in your, from living the life that you're trying to create and start adding the components that are going to create the life that you want. Now, before I say goodbye and I close today's podcast episode, I want to touch on one more thing about building your new normal and life after the pandemic, and that is relationships. 
What about relationships? You might have been socially distanced from many people in your life that now you're going to start reconnecting with. And as you start to meet with people and reconnect with people, it might sometimes feel a little bit awkward. I'll tell you an experience. I went the other day um, out for lunch with a friend. And I was so much looking forward to go for lunch with my friend and catch up because I haven't seen her since February or March of 2020. And we, we were meeting at this restaurant and I saw her and there was this awkward moment on, do I hug her? Do I don't? Like, what do I do? Um, we end up hugging. And then, you know, we order food. And I thought in my mind, I envisioned like we were going to be like catching up and talking about everything that has happened over the last year. And there was a lot of awkward, you know, moments in between where there was silence and it just felt awkward. It doesn't felt like fluid and smooth as it did when we were out for lunch, like almost every month um, before the pandemic, right? So how to overcome that awkwardness with reconnecting with people, with, with our relationships? I think the first thing is that we need to recognize that we're not starting from zero, but we're not picking up from where we left off either, right? So be open to where you are in your journey, and don't force things um, if they're not quite yet there, right? Recognize where you are in that relationship and honor where you are. Don't force things. Don't expect things to be the same as they were before the pandemic. It might take a little bit of time, right? But you're not starting from zero either. You already have a relationship with that person. So recognize where you are, honor where you are, and pick it up from there. The other thing is don't hide from discomfort just because it feels awkward, right? Like I had this experience with my friend when we went out for lunch. I'm not going to avoid in-person interactions just because I'm afraid that it's going to feel awkward just based on that experience, right? So take baby steps out of your comfort zone until you feel comfortable. We talked about creating a control environment with relationships that is so powerful. So maybe you connect, as I said, with one person at a time and then maybe with two or three friends and then you build your way up until you feel comfortable or also the way that you interact with that person, take baby steps out of your comfort zone until you expand that comfort zone back to what it was. And finally, the other tip that I have for this awkwardness on relationships is we need to be inclusive. I know inclusion is, is a buzzword these days, but what I mean by that is you're going to tend to gravitate towards what feels comfortable. That is our human nature. So the people that you're going to gravitate to to set up time to go for coffee or for lunch or to connect probably is going to be the people that you were the closest with before the pandemic. Your best friends, the people that you have known for years because that's your comfort zone. 
But over the pandemic, there might be new people that have joined your team, or there might be people that you haven't talked to over the, this entire time, not even text, nor even talk. Like it was like now you're complete strangers. Don't avoid that either. Like be inclusive of everyone, what feels comfortable and what doesn't feel as comfortable. Because only by getting uncomfortable, you're going to be able to get comfortable again. So just wanted to share those few final thoughts around relationships, because that I think is going to be an important piece of building our life post-pandemic. And I think also when it comes to relationships, we also need to set our new norm. Like, what are our boundaries when it comes to our relationships? How do we ambition our relationships to be? Over the pandemic that we were not able to interact face-to-face, like close to other people, you probably have found more value in some of those relationships that you didn't value as much when it was a regular day-to-day thing. So once again, don't waste time. Start reconnecting with those people. And if you have to take baby steps, that's fine. You're going to build up and you're going to expand that comfort zone so you can really strengthen those relationships, especially those that are most important to you. Okay, I hope that this episode is helpful. I hope that you found value and there is at least one thing that you can take away from you, from this podcast episode that can help you start building your new norm. Remember, on the notes of this podcast episode, there is a link to the Building Your New Normal Guide. Um, go grab it. It's completely free. And Before I say goodbye, I have a favor to ask you. As always, if you like today's podcast episode, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. While you're there, make sure that you subscribe so you get notifications of upcoming podcast episodes. And if you can think of anyone who can benefit from this podcast episode, please share the episode with them or go ahead and share it in social media and tag me so I can thank you for spreading the word of this important message. With that, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you here again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.